Back again with another podcast. This is Hebrews in Exile with Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And in this episode, we are going to discuss the mitzvot yet again. But, but we are going to discuss how the mitzvot have not been done away with. They're still in play. And quite frankly, most of you are not being taught the mitzvot in their proper context. So we're going to alleviate all doubt and point you in the right direction. Sit back and enjoy. This is Hebrews in Exile. You know what we do. Let's go. This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews Hebrews in Exile. Exile. Listen, Sean. Uh Huh? What do you think that Hebrews in Exile or people who have made the transition to be Hebraic, what do you think that's missing or that they don't know about their faith? What do you think it is? The, the, the issue of really trying to understand and reconciling the mitzvot, really kind of understanding them, because we really haven't started really teaching hardcore mitzvot and what they are because that's one of the last things that Moshe imparts into the hearts and minds of the leaders Yahashua uh, Elazar as he's leading the people into the promised land is to know the mitzvot and understand them and I think there's just a, a, a disconnect with people because they are trying to understand these mitzvot and apply them to present day life a reality that really doesn't fit the mold of where you can capitalize on the mitzvot in their totality, you know, how they're supposed to be. Because a lot of the things that we, a lot of times we say, hey, you know, we can't do a lot of these mitzvot because we're not in the land. There's, they're location specific. So I think there's a apprehension that's there. Do you think that, do you think that any of the rabbis or the Torah teachers have taken the time to enumerate and or go through the mitzvot? I think they have. It's just a different approach that they've had in doing it. It's kind of like, you know, with these portions and parishals, you talk about kind of the backstory and things that are happening in that, and you're not really focusing on Again, which I think was uh, very astute because you brought it up and you said, listen, Moshe is not narrating their history to the children of Israel because they're creating it right now. So what is he doing? He's teaching them. So by way of, by way of that, we don't, we get focused on the story on what's happening at that time and not understanding what the greater or principle is out of this this narrative that we're reading. Right. So so you know the majority of Hebraicness and the teaching is following the vein of the prescribed parashas. Mm-hmm. And within the vein of the prescribed parashas, 
there's a historical, there's a historical background, right? Intertwined into that historical background are mitzvot, commandments, statutes, mm-hmm. and uh, and precepts. Correct. Correct. Now, one of the things that I haven't been able to find. Ah, I haven't been able to find this. Okay. Except for within the parameters of the Kabad. Okay. If I go if I go to a Kabad.org website mm-hmm. and look up a particular matter within the mitzvot, I'll find one of the rappers uh, sharing some insight okay. on a mitzvot. Okay. But to specifically spend the time and the energy to walk through the mitzvot as a teaching mm-hmm. parameter. Sure. I, I don't, I haven't been able to, I haven't been able to find anybody that's spending the time to elucidate the information that is part of the mitzvot. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's not a format that anyone's used to. It's kind right. of like that. We you carry on that liturgy that's there. But again, getting I think back to the issue at hand, which is you know the apprehension you know for individuals that are Hebraic that are in exile, angst, uh, just general things that they go through that saying, okay, what is, what is not making sense to me still in right. this Hebraic walk? And again, I think it's that, that reconciliation of what am I really supposed to do with these mitzvot? And it's very poignant in the teaching that we have that, listen, we point that out and say, listen, Listen, this is supposed to be enacted in the land. And when you get to your, this is probably the easiest one out of all of them because we do this one all the time, which is the dietary laws. Okay. Right. And, or even more specific, what can and can I not do on a Shabbat? Yeah. Stuff like that. It's more, um, tactic. It's hands on. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of what, that's kind of the, um, what do we want to call that? That's kind of the foundation that's within, grained within the fiber of Torah teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learn what we can and what we can't do on a Shabbat. Now, right. with that being said, mm-hmm. uh, the Oxfordnazis tell us that there are 613 misfolds. My 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 question to that mm-hmm. is, um, how do they come up with this number? And 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 the and the reason I ask that question because none of them agree on what those six hundred and thirteen mitzvot's contain. In right. other words, if I look at one rabbis, Rem Rabbis has six hundred thirteen. His enumeration of the mitzvot's is a certain set. Another rabbis has another certain set. Another rabbis has another certain set. They're all six hundred and thirteen, but right. none of them none of them agree in terms of of there being any uh, uh, symmetry uh, 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 or a parallel right. parallelism 
with what they're defining as 613. Right. Right. None of them. <laughs> yeah. It And. Right. And mm-hmm. not only do not, do they not agree, some of the lists don't even have some of the things that are misvotes there. They're, they don't even list them. Yeah, they, that they should be. Right. right. They should be in there, but they're not. No. Hey. I'm raising my hands up in the air here, y'all. <laughs> I have not a clue how is to answer that question. I wasn't equipped. I wasn't prepared. I, I didn't read the, the study notes. You didn't read the study notes. You, you didn't. You didn't get some. You didn't get some memo this week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, and, and you know, and then the next question is this. Next question: Are the misvotes of the Most High <laughs> given to Moshe to give to the people sure. of Israel? Uh huh. Are they important? Absolutely. Well, I mean, absolutely with absolute to, to what to what extent? To this totality, to this zenith. Why? It's, hey, this is how the most high wants his people to function and act and conduct themselves with integrity and have all the things that they're entitled to that the most high wants to give them. And that is something that I mean, it's I don't know how to say it's okay to just have a, a a disposition where you're obstinate to what the Most High has commanded you to do. It's just weird for me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you know, my, my, I mean, my question, okay. my question centers around my question centers around this fact. Okay, if the Most High says, mm-hmm. and and we've all. If we're Hebraic and we've already made the transition, and if you've been there long enough, you've read through, you've read Bereshit to Davarim yeah. several times, and as as we have since 2007. Plenty of times. So Plenty since 2007, times. we've been through Bereshit to Davarim every year. Yep. So we're, we're, we're knowledgeable mm-hmm. about the words that the Most High speaks concerning his mitzvot. Right. And and he says over and over again, mm-hmm. if you obey, obey what? See, obey what? Yeah. Well, he 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 defines it. <laughs> he defines it over there in Devarim thirty. Yeah. He says, obey the mitzvot, which is something that I had had. Only saying that because that's my parent. That's my portion that I have to go through this week. Is in uh, Devarim chapter thirty, and the Most High is very specific, as Moshe is giving his kind of his instructions, his words of wisdom to the children of Israel. He's very succinct when he tells them, "You, I'm just going to give it away because this podcast is going to come out after I actually do this teaching." But he's very succinct when he says, "This is what I need you to do. If you don't remember anything else." I need you to obey the Most High mitzvot so things will go well with you. He says that in there. I'm paraphrasing that. And I wonder, because my mind went over to the other side of the street in the book of Mateo, Matthew, <laughs> Mateyahu. When they ask him, they say, Teacher, Rabbi, what is the greatest 
commandment. And the teacher responds and says, to love the Most High and obey and do his commandments. Something you said in the book, why wouldn't he have said to obey me and do my commandments? Oh. He never points to himself and says that. He says, obey the Most High. And then he says, the second greatest command is to love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Where? That's not a mitzvot. <laughs> it, actually, it is. Is it? It is. It's, it's a mitzvot. It's in Devarim. It's in Devarim 19 and 9 through 18, somewhere in there, closer to uh, verse 18. But it is in there. But it's like saying it's picking out like a mitzvot that's a random mitzvot. It's in there. But the Most High never puts a value on one mitzvot over the other. No. So it's these sets of, I, I'm on the precipice. I got to say it now because I'm here. I got to say it because I'm here. The Most High wants us to do these mitzvot because they're not hard. Now, you taught this before. When we was back across the street, this has been taught. Nighty, it is. Nighty in your mouth to do it, to say it. And it's in your, in your heart. heart. In your mouth. But that's not, that's not across the street. That's in, that's in our history book. That's, that's in the history book. But that, that's what I'm quoting. It's out of uh, Diva Reem 30. And I had a revelation that the Most High gave me. And I just can't keep it in my spirit, so I'm going to let it out. He gave me a revelation that changed the way that I look at people through that verse. It says, because it's not hard that someone should be able to go up in the sky so far and say, who is going to go up there and bring it to us? Or if it's in the deepest part of the ocean or the sea, who's going to go there and get it for us? It says, but it's close. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart. And immediately I thought about a computer. I said, that is my answer. Or anytime someone wants to say, oh, that's a good person. That's a good person. Now we're going to come back to the good person. They don't acknowledge the most high or anything, but that's a good person. Why is it so easy? Why is the most high saying it's so easy? It's easy because <laughs> it's written on the bios of you. You are a creation of the most high. He imprinted Torah in your body. People are over. Listen, do I have to ask you or take you to Torah for you to know that stealing is bad? No. Do I have to take you to tour to say some type of sexual immorality is bad? No. And then how do you know that? Because it has been imprinted on the hard drive, your BIOS of your system. That's why Moshe can make the statement and said, it's easy because it's in your heart. The Most High has put Torah in you already. Which, That's why you know stealing is bad because inherently you're just like, something's wrong because you're enacting Torah. It's the Torah portion of you that's come to the surface. Oh. So when you say that's a good person, they don't steal, they don't murder, they don't do anything else, but no one told them that. That's because Torah is in them. That's not good. That's not good. 
You have an answer for the good person argument. That's not good. Because they told me across the street that <laughs> Torah had been done away with. Mm-mm. And it was under the law. It is imprinted. You see, you see when we talk about these mitzvot, and we talk about Torah, and somebody wants to tell us that something has been done away with and that Jesus Christ came to abolish it. You can't abolish what the Most High has put within the hard drive of your system that allows you to grow up to know the difference between right and wrong. Right. You are doing, it's just like when we say here, you're under a plethora of laws that are based on Torah principles because you live in the country that you live in. That you live in, right. So the same deal, you can go anywhere in the world and people will know certain things are wrong because inherently you just, that's where your operating system is because the Most High designed you and he put Torah in you. That's why Moshe can say, it's in your mouth. It's in your heart. It's on the hard drive of your system. That's why you can have a conscience and have morals. That's where it comes from. It's Torah. Which makes... Well, <laughs> well, now, that just wipes out the Eurocentrics theological premise of teaching and telling people that the Torah is archaic. Right. And that the Torah has been done away with. Right. Guess what you can't do? You can't do away with what the Most High has created you as an individual with. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna add to that real real quick because now you see Torah is like your Norton's antivirus system. So that's why I can see now when the Most High says, "Let's look at it at like a computer a computer scenario." If you get a virus on your computer, what are you gonna do? You're gonna delete it. You're going to make sure it's eradicated. Oh, yeah. It gets thrown in the trash. Oh, yeah. So when sorcerers and idol worshipers come in your midst, get rid of them. Exterminate them. Because I don't want anything coming in here and messing up how my hard drive system, the BIOS on your system, which is Torah, operates. Wow. Wow. Everybody has Torah inside them. Wow. You just don't acknowledge it that way. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) So you're telling me, you're telling me that you can't get rid of Torah. No. It is a part of the fiber of who you are. (laughs) That's why you can do all these things and not inherently know this is a violation of something. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So... So, uh. <laughs> hey, if you're listening to what we're saying today and you're still mixed up in the Christian uh, religion and your pastor tells you that you're listening to people that are talking about things that have been done away with and yeah, no longer existence, uh, share this premise with him to ask him, how do you delete Torah? Uh, do you, you act within the consciousness of righteousness? Mm-hmm. And if you're acting within the consciousness of righteousness, 
what's causing you to do that, right? And if you tell me that the Greek is helping you to do that, well, the problem with that is the Greek, every time, every time you get up, you're, you, you go to Bible class or you mm-hmm. go to somewhere in the dialogue of what's being said, your teacher or pastor goes back into the history book of Hebrew Israel and pulls something out of it mm-hmm. and springs it into the consciousness of your mind. For example, for example, uh, holiness ah. can only be found in the constitution of Torah. Because the most high said, oh, where, whoa, 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 <laughs> Where does he where does he get this idea when he's trying to promote holiness when he says be holy because well God said be holy for I am holy well who's right. God which God are we talking about right right we're talking about the God of Abraham Yitzchak Yaakov that's it the God of Israel or are we talking about God of the Greeks which is Jesus Christ mm-hmm. because the God of Jesus Christ never told you to be holy right never said so. Never said so. He never said, be holy for I am holy. Never said so. <laughs> no. No. Those are monikers that have been put on. Ooh, so holiness, this thing up. So holiness mm-hmm. comes out of the thing that you have been taught has been done away with. Now, Absolutely. Now, yes, there are a plethora of mitzvotes mitzvahs, mitzvotes, commandments, statutes, precepts, mm-hmm. and understandings. There are there are a lot of them. Some of them cannot be executed in this exile. Right. But because they can't be executed in the exile does not mean that the most high has abolished his word because his word his word yeah Oh my goodness. <laughs> your pastor and your teacher, whoever you're listening to, has told you that the Most High's word is everlasting and cannot change. He's told you that. I know he's told you that. Absolutely. I know he's That's told you that. That's taught everywhere. I know he's told you that. Mm-hmm. So if the Most High's word can't change mm-hmm. <laughs> and can't be abolished, then how do you throw out something and make it old and archaic? Well, when it's when it's when it when every day, if you are a good person, mm-hmm. it springs up in the consciousness of your mind. Well, here and you don't even and 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 it's something that your mama and your daddy who didn't go to church taught you. That's right. <laughs> and that, and this, I think, in specificity, this is for those sincere people that are really trying to reconcile the things that are happening, which is where you started. How can you do away with something that is supposed to be ever a perpetual, everlasting covenant? So therefore, you're trying to reconcile the one side versus the other. And the answer simply to the question, like Occam's razor, the simplest answer is the right one, is that it's a totally different religion. They established a totally different religion in Hebrew 7. This is why we can establish Yeshua as our high priest because of this particular example that we they have to go to Torah in order to even get to figure that out. They can do whatever they want to do. 
<laughs> they can say whatever they want to say. They can say, we can do away with this and we can do away with that. It's based on a set of principles that have been redefined. And for those that really love the most high, I love God. And God to you is the creator. Start there. So we're all on the same page. We're on the, the same page. The creator of the universe. Yeah. And, and the only difference is you call him God. We happen to know. We happen to know from a Hebraic perspective. Right. From Hebraic scripture and from the scroll and from the Masoretic text that God has a name. That's true. That's and true. that the creator is absolute. Mm-hmm. And he himself says to Israel, mm-hmm. I am your Elohim and you don't know any other one. So when we talk about God, mm-hmm. we're talking about the absolute all existent one who has spoken into the mind of Mashe these wonderful mitzvotes and these wonderful commandments mm-hmm. that he says, that he also says, and, and Devarim, he says, then when you obey these mitzvotes, the nations and the people will say, oh, what a wise right. and and great people you are mm-hmm. who have an Elohim as close to you as your Elohim. Exactly. And that's because that's because these mitzvotes are very important to Hebrew Israel. Have to be. Have to be the cornerstone. But now while of they're important faith. to Hebrew Israel, the interesting factor is besides the foundation that we've already opened with, another the ability to understand how to function on Shabbat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and if you're following if you're following the 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 instructions of how to celebrate Pesach mm-hmm. and Feast of Matzah mm-hmm. and Shavuot yeah. and how to celebrate uh 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 Feast of Trumpets. Yeah. And the Day of Atonement, and how to celebrate Sukkot. Outside of that, which are foundational things for Hebrew Israel, if you've been, a, if you, if you made the adoption, the question is, what else is there? Well, see, there ex- exactly, yeah, exactly. So there's some things, yeah. There's some holes that need to get filled in, you know. Um, but like if you said, you the dietary laws, yeah, all those, yeah. Things but if you things. don't, but if you don't. If you don't know them, then you don't know if in the context of your daily walk and your daily life, if you're breaking yeah. one of the mitzvotes that can be carried out in exile. Right, right. Now, that, all of them, all of the mitzvotes can't be carried out in exile. A lot of them, a majority of them uh, can only be done if you're in the land. Yeah. But in exile, we need to know what it is we are supposed to be doing and walking in. And Mm -hmm. the question that I raised to you earlier is, uh, is anybody teaching those? No, not in, not in that fashion. No, to say, and I think that that's a great example, uh, using the Shabbat and saying, this is the Shabbat. What is it? How are we supposed to observe it? Um, how is this relative for our day and age right now? And I and I haven't seen a teaching like that. It's usually, you know, you know, and it's not just drawn it, out. Yeah, and it's not just it's not just a Shabbat. Um, it's the other aspects 
in, in relationship to uh, the most highest instructions that he's given to us to download into our minds so that we can walk in harmony in harmony with him. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You know, so, so, you know, my, my, my concern, my concern is that, uh, we're spending a whole lot of time being Hebraic, mm -hmm. but not spending the time understanding what Hebraic really is, what it means. Sure. And, and, and absent the mitzvotes, we're just talking about the history of Israel. Okay. You know, I just thought of a question. Since we're kind of in that same vein of, you know, relieving apprehension and, and, and understanding the mitzvot and, you know, taking that veil off of it so it can be understood and how we're supposed to carry it out. What, what do you say to the person that's, you know, how do I deal with my family? I'm walking Hebraically and I don't, they don't accept. I know well, they won't accept it. I don't, I'm apprehensive about talking about it. Well, you know, my answer to that kind of question is the same thing. Uh, what do you do with your family when you step into a religion that they don't accept? Do you abandon it because they don't accept it? Hmm. Or if you if you've come to if you've come to a understanding that you know what I'm doing I really feel it's best for my soul, but my family doesn't agree, so I'm going to abandon it. Do you do that? Right. I've never seen that happen. Right, right, right. You know, in right. all of my in all of my plus years, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's over. If, yeah, if you blowball it with anything under 30. It's in all of my plus years, I've never seen one individual who was gravitated to a religious faith that they've gone, that they knew their family was not going to agree with, that they went back and, and, and abolished it and turned it around because my family didn't accept it. I've never, I've never seen it. Never that. seen it. That's, yeah, so that's number one. So the idea of, is that when you step into a religious idea and faith, you step into it because you believe in your heart and soul that it's true. Mm -hmm. Well, number one, the Hebraic way of life is not a religion. So, okay. We're not accepting a religion. We're accepting a, a lifestyle, a, a, yeah. lifestyle, a way right. of life uh -huh. based upon uh -huh. these mitzvot and these commandments and these precepts mm -hmm. and laws that the Most High has handed to and given to Hebrew Israel. Right. They're, not for every, they're not for every nation, but every nation can participate in them if they so choose to do so. Okay. But they have been written specifically for Hebrew Israel. Israel. Right. Right. No, that's totally in agreement with you. Now, the Oxenazis, once again, they say there are 613. I'm of the persuasion that there could be less mm -hmm. and there could be more. We'll know when I get through. Because I'm only on right. 400 and 
456 right now. Right. And they're not difficult to do. And they're not difficult. At, not at all. Because slightest. they're sitting right there in front of you. Right. And you do them inherently already. Yeah. A lot of them we do inherently. Yeah. Because it's it's something that's part of your DNA that you, you, you if you ever wanted to figure that out. But, but you're not going to find, you're not going to find a congregation or a teacher who is going to be, give you specifics, enumeration, line, 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 in terms of what this plethora of, of commandments and mitzvot are. Yeah, it, it, it's it's one of those things where you kind of like, you know, I'm joining. It's not. Let's just take the 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 spiritual part of it and just say I'm joining an organization and something, and I don't know what it is that they do. I'm joining something, but I don't know what it is. But they do something good. I just don't know what. So I kind of get that impression. Like, okay, I know that something's wrong with the teachings that I've been getting on Sunday mornings, but. This looks intriguing over here. So what is it that is done? What is this lifestyle? You know, I, I have to and, say. And I you, have to, you do a good job of it, lining that out. You know, I have to say, Sean, that it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. And I'm also going to say it can be overwhelming for newbies. Mm. But anything new can be overwhelming. Sure. You know, with, until until you get into it and you find out what it is. I mean, I I got my car in the garage. I got a manual. <laughs> it's that it's 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 thicker than it's thicker than the Old Testament. <laughs> and yes. and I've had it for for almost 5 years. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I still don't know. I still don't know what all that vehicle can do. Do yeah, absolutely. And the reason why I don't know all of what that vehicle can do is because I have not thoroughly studied the manual. Or like, if there's particular driving conditions and all that kind of stuff, you can switch it and do whatever and all that stuff. And you just like, oh, I, unless they, I'm for your car is probably smart enough. We just switches on its own. But like you said, there's things in there that you probably haven't even gotten into. And and this and, and that's the way that's the way I look at the teachings of the most high. Now, here's what Mashe says. And, you know, you know, preachers get into this high spirited uh verbiage, you know, and they whirlwind, you know, I wouldn't preach like Paul. Paul didn't preach. Number one, not he didn't he didn't do what you're doing. So let's define that. Preaching is what he he what what is preaching? What is preaching? What is preaching? Yeah, preaching is only is is the is the ability <laughs> to expound with clarity the words and the teachings of the Most High. So. When they say, which is also the aspect of teaching, the problem being mm-hmm. is that preaching in our modern day has become something that 
we've learned from Eurocentrics to to holler and squall and <laughs> and you know I, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> you know, you you bring up an interesting point. Uh, mm-hmm. Pop culture came out with something not too long ago mm. that's called rapping. Mm. Preachers been. <laughs> <laughs> preacher's been rapping. The preacher's been rapping since ever since we can remember that right, preaching. Right. Came. And 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 to the individual who is churchy, if your preacher can't rap, mm. then you consider that he can't preach. I've never ever heard it put that way before. I, and I totally get it. I mean, it, he rhymes. Totally. I mean, he gets, you, you get, I mean, I've been there. You get into this, <laughs> you get into this high, this high spirited thing where you start rhyming and you, and, and when mm-hmm. you start rhyming, the, the whole congregation goes, rides with the, with the rhyme. That's mm. not, that's not preaching. So according to, according to the aspect of scripture, the most high, Mashe never did that. So, uh, okay. Jeremiah never did that. Mm -hmm. Isaiah never did that. Amos never did that. Nehemiah (laughs) never did that. Hosea (laughs) never did that. Joel never did that. Nehemiah never did that. Nahum, Rebecca. The prophets never did that. Oh, 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 oh. Peter didn't do that. Well, (laughs) Peter shouldn't even been speaking. Yeah, he he really shouldn't have. He violated. He was dry snitching. Yeah, he he violated. He violated <laughs> he very, the one principle that his leader said: "If you deny me before men, I will deny you before my father." And Peter not only did he deny him, but he cursed to make his make his position even clearer. So I'm still trying to figure out if he was preaching on the day of Pentecost. What the heck? What by what authority did he yeah, have the what? right to stand up and say anything? Because he, he denied his own master, and he, so he was supposed to be denied in heaven. I'm just saying, but, 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 but that's 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 for another day and another time in the discussion. Uh, Let's get back to these mitzvahs. So the aspect of teaching, Mashe said in Davarim, Davarim, he said to Israel, he says, "I have taught you." These laws, these statutes, and these commandments, just as the Most High, just as Yahweh has told me. So now you got to ask yourself a question. Mm -hmm. What did he teach them? He's already told you. He's telling you what he he taught him. He says, this this is what what I'm teaching. And when you look at the book of Devarim, Deuteronomy, from the opening to the end, mm-hmm. that is what he's recounting all of the things that he taught them mm-hmm. to carry out so that they could live long in the land that they were going to. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm going to keep coming back to it in this discussion because uh, I'm just my whole entire paradigm and ideology changed when the Most High had me realize that. Say, listen, it is there. I've written it on your heart it is in there it's encrypted it's just like with a newborn child they don't it's unaffected by anything yeah so now so now it's easier to understand uh psalms 119 when david says Mm -hmm. when he says over and over again teach me 
your precepts. Uh, teach me your statutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I meditate upon your your mitzvotes day and night. What's he meditating upon? See, what's yeah. what's what's he? See, I I I I I want to know how. <laughs> Do the people across the street take Psalms 119 and read it and 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 apply it when King David is talking about something that that the Eurocentrics have told us is under the law and been done away with, but King David says, I meditate on them day and night, and then you want to go in and read Psalms 119 to your congregation. What? What? Yeah. I'm trying what? See here, here's what a, are they? You 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 don't you don't even know what they are, because one of the so one of one of the first one of the first commandments or mitzvahs that the Most High gives to His people mm-hmm. is, "You shall keep my Sabbath." Shabbat, yes. And he says in Shemot chapter 31 to 15, he says, this shall be a sign between me and you that you are set, that you are set apart mm-hmm. by keeping the Sabbath. Sure. So if you're set apart by keeping the Sabbath, the most high said, every Christian knows that the word set apart means holy. So you are made holy by keeping the Sabbath. Absolutely. That's, 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 that's a major commandment. So. If you're not keeping the Sabbath, guess what? You're not holy. Most I, I I didn't say it. It's in it's in Exodus chapter thirty one. Start at verse twelve, verse fifteen. Read it, and it's even in it's in the King James writing of Scripture. You don't even have to go to a Hebraic Bible to read it. It's in it's in your Scriptures. It's in the NIV. It's in the it's in whatever. Bible you have Exodus chapter 31 you read it the most high says keeping his sabbath sets you apart makes you holy and it's a sign it's a sign between him in other words it's like it's like it's like the ring it's like the ring on your finger when you get married to someone mm-hmm. the ring on your finger on that right on that left hand on the finger right next to your little your 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 little finger, when anybody sees a ring there, they look and they say, "Oh, he's married or she's married." Sure, it's it's a sign. Yeah, the Most High says, "Keeping the Sabbath is a sign. sign to the world that you and I are, are in covenant relationship." Very simple. That's and plain. a misquote. Yeah, that's a misquote. Agreed. 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 Oh, it's just, just you know. It's a very confusing thing, and I can empathize for a lot of people where they are in the in the state of being confused and not having an answer, and things are not being reconciled. But again, you gotta kind of understand, you know, that you're you're just, you have a religion that takes a lot away from the Hebrew scriptures. If you could probably put a lot of things in Christianity together and say, Hey, listen, you take from, you take from uh, Hindus, you take from Islam. The issue is, is that when you put your book together, you just included the Hebrew scriptures instead of the other ones that you took from as well. So 
it's a you, you establish where you are based on what the Elohim who created all things has established for his people. Okay. Here's a question. Okay. All right. I saw you get animated over there. I must have yeah, I, I must have I, did I, something. I, I you oh, know, boy. I I I I I I getting ready to put me yeah, in a spot. Listen, okay. Listen, I'm asking. Okay. All right. I'm sitting down for this. How do you get a degree <laughs> without having a professor? You don't. You don't get a degree without having a professor. Even if you're doing online study. Sure. Right. There's still a professor. A professor. Sure. And a dean. So, and somebody above him, too. So you don't learn your profession and get a degree without a professor. And when you go into it, there's a lot. Don't you know there's a lot to learn? Sure. You don't become a doctor without having a professor or a teacher of medicine to help you to get your degree or understand the human anatomy so that you can move on to do your your uh your your intern study. Yeah. Sure. So there's a lot to learn. Sure. There is a lot to learn about the mind, the capacity, mm -hmm. the thought process of the most high. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we can get into the most because he the most high is is a is a super is a super 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 intelligence spirit that no one can comprehend but he's given us enough of himself mm -hmm. within the fiber of what he tells us to be able to understand what he likes and what he doesn't like sure absolutely absolutely and the guy across the street doesn't do that Un unfortunately and Fortunately, so now but, I'm going to ask you a question. So, oh boy, who do you love? Do you love the Most High, <laughs> or do you love the guy across the street? Who do you love? And don't, oh no 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 don't 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 tell me that they are one. They're not one. Yes, they're they two. Gonna say, yeah. They are two separate. Triune. They are two separate, separate beings. One is human, and one is a spirit that said, I'm not a human, that I should lie mm -hmm. or change my mind. Whatever it is that I have said will come to pass. To yeah. pass. And that spirit is not one that can die. Right. So the misvotes provide us with certain understandings of concepts that the guy across the street brings into his narrative that violate the principles sure. of Torah and the mitzvot. But if you don't know what they are, then you're accepting his narrative mm -hmm. and his narrative is wrong. Think about this, okay? It's hard. It's hard and, you to know, refute there, it. And once again, I, I'm I'm going to go to the book. There's there's a book that you can buy <laughs> on Amazon. It's called In Defense of the Messiah, and mm -hmm. a lot of the things are concerning uh, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, or whether he can be and whether he cannot be, are in that book. But now, think think about this. I and mean, we're talking about mitzvahs, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, when he arrives and sits at the right hand 
of the father. Who is he talking to? Himself. He's schizophrenic. He can sit there at the right hand of himself. So he's sitting at the right. He's he's God. <laughs> but he's sitting at the right hand of the father who is also him. And he's having a conversation with himself. Think about that class. Think about that. How, how, what, what kind of sense does that make? Right. But the mitzvotes help us to delineate and understand the difference because he tells Israel, hear, O Israel, mm-hmm. Shema Israel, hear. Mm-hmm. Shema Israel, Yahweh, Adol, Adol, wait a minute. Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. I have to say it like that because <laughs> no, I remember exactly. Say, say, I got to say Adonai in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't really want to use that. Yeah, yeah. But oh, here, oh Israel, yeah. the Most High is one. Is one. And then he tells Israel, there, who, who can compare? Who do you compare with me? No one. Who compares? The prophets talk about who compares with me? No Nobody compares with me. Absolutely correct. I am the first. He's the one that said, I am the first and I am the last. And beside me, there there is no other God. There's no power. And the word God simply means power. I mean, it's simple. It's simple. simple. You want to go back and you want to understand that your connection with the Most High is real. And you go all the way back to the beginning. And I want you to just critically think think like a normal unprogrammed human being and read what you're looking at in its proper context and then continue on out of the Torah and go right into those other texts and say is the character of the most high the same is this the same per a same entity source of power that I've read about and in the prophets and throughout Torah and how Moshe has described it. Is this the same? Something's off. And if you're going back and saying, I believe because you know what? I can put my faith in the Elohim whom, whom I can empirically, numerically prove. That's how you prove faith is through numeric evidence. Okay. I can see the sun. I can see the stars. I can see the moon. I can see the earth. I can see people. I can see the things that the Most High has made. So I'm putting my faith in that Elohim. So if there's anything that the Most High has done and you're reading and it contradicts itself, then what do we got to do? We got a Johnny Cochran. If it doesn't fit, you got to throw it out. We got to, it must have quit. Okay. Let's, 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 let's close. Let's close this podcast with this, with this narrative. If you have to go to court Uh-oh. for anything, for anything, for anything, mm. do you want a judge that is fair and who will judge righteously and justly? I think we've got a winner already. Do you want that? Um, yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's in Torah. Mm-hmm. That's a that's that's a Torah principle. Sure. Do you is. want a judge who doesn't accept a bribe or doesn't judge you because you have more money 
than somebody else? Do you, you want that kind of judge? See, you see what you're doing? You see what you're doing? What? 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 You're describing what's on your hard drive. No one taught you that. That's in Torah. That is something that's on your hard drive that's imprinted in there that resonates. This is when I go somewhere, I want somebody that's going to judge fairly. That's a Torah principle, but you already know it. That's in Torah. You know it already. Um, do you <laughs> believe that you're supposed to take care of the poor and 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 feed the needy? On your heart again, same answer, sir. Why o on your hard drive? Aren't you, don't you feel sympathetic when you see why, somebody out in the street? Why, why is the government that we're <laughs> under trying to pass laws to protect the underprivileged and take away the and cause the wealthy to share in taking care of the under underdeserved? Because that is a principle <laughs> of, Torah. of Torah telling you it's there neither your mouth and your heart you can only do you're going to only function a certain way oh um why is it that individuals that have transitioned to eating vegan uh uh-huh <laughs> Because it's on your hard drive. When he made you, what did you eat? Is that also in Torah? What did you eat when the Most High made you? Now, he gave us the principle and he mm -hmm. gave us the right to eat meat as much as we want. That's correct. But he also established dietary laws uh -huh. uh, that are built around vegetation. <laughs> but that's, in, that's also so in Torah. <laughs> it's but you've been walking around with it in you your whole but entire your time. Your pastor told you that the Torah and the law of Moses is old, archaic, and has been done away with. Okay, so that's like saying right now what we're going to do is it's called the BIOS of a computer. If the BIOS tells the operating system to kick on and start. That's when El Capitan for you Mac users or whatever you guys are on or for Windows uh, 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 Windows 10 11, or whatever, 10, 11, what, 12, 15, 10, 14, whichever one is the current win, one. Windows the 10. operating system. It doesn't kick on until the BIOS. It goes through that whole entire system. And that's where Tor is imprinted on you. Your operating system is based on it. So, so that's why it makes sense when you see somebody, like you said, that's destitute out in the street, you feel sympathy because you're enacting something that's already on your hard drive. That's why no one needs to tell you that, oh, I feel a certain way because you you live Torah every day. You just don't call it that. <laughs> exactly. You just call it morals. We call it morals. <laughs> exactly, 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 exactly. But I just want to say, you know, in this discussion, that there are Torah principles. There are Torah principles that we only know a scant few of, but there are more, even that we walk in, and that we need to we need to know if we want to really 
if you really want to love the Most High and live in the world that He's created for you to live in and gain the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that He prescribes to His people, then His teachings have to be a part of the fiber of your existence. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm happy to say that um, we have been teaching these mitzvot, statutes, precepts, concepts uh, in our congregation. Yeah. You can go to our YouTube channel, uh, Sound of the Shofar, FTF, uh, Sound of the Shofar, and you can hear uh, me elicit each one individually. I'm not doing any specific uh, real in-depth explanation of them but I'm sharing with you them by in numerical order so that we can understand what they are. And we'll come back and we'll teach the ones that are applicable to us in this exile. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the Most High said to us, if you obey these laws, these statutes, these mitzvahs that I'm giving you, mm -hmm. you will live long absolutely and guess what we're in exile mm -hmm. but if we follow the most highs teachings our life even in this exile can be extended and we can live long even in this land of exile yeah well that's been rabbi robert b homan jr and sean appleton and this has been hebrews in, in exile. exile shalom shalom Oh, and by the way, as a as an addendum, uh, we'd appreciate it if you would just send us your questions or any input that you might have in relationship to what you're hearing in this podcast. We'd love to be able to answer your questions and help you in your walk in this Hebraic way. Till next time, shalom. <laughs>